TV nopes. Maybe I'll use this audio for a theme song. I honestly think that could work. You just like get some royalty-free music underneath there and have have a little a little fun with it, and you know. Hey, people, let's people and let's it. leave in. I think let's leave in that part too. That's great. Hello and welcome to another episode of the TV Nopes podcast. This is a comedic discussion on terrible internet criticism using a TV tropes page that shouldn't exist as a jumping off point. Today I am joined by comedian and author Dan Wilbur, Hello. author of the book. Hi, thank you for joining me. Oh, Never flirt with puppy killers. Were you surprised that I was going to greet you? No, I thought I, I was going to try and say Never flirt with puppy killers, your book, which who cares? people can check but... out and then okay. <laughs> Just, I said hello after hearing my name, and and you sounded. It, I I just, I'm just worried that you haven't interacted with a lot of people, but you seem, you seem socialized and healthy. Yeah, I, it's been a, you know, it's been a year and change now. I've, I've, I've been gradually re-socializing myself. Uh, you know, just, um, returning to the world with uh, whole new levels of anxiety and IBS that I have to try and get back to the manageable levels. Oh, I went out to dinner with people for the first time in a while. And, uh, you know, I, I would say it's just a gamble every time you eat in public. Just like something in here is going to hurt my colon. Oh, absolutely. This is, <laughs> this is, let me tell you. I've been eating quinoa and salmon and, uh, and you know, you're just, you're just playing, you're putting your life on the line for other people. Really. Uh, now I know what the soldiers are going through out there. Yeah. You know, all over the world. <laughs> yeah. This is what, this is our struggle. One could say, <laughs> uh, which I, which I mentioned because the TV tropes page shouldn't oh, exist. So God. I, Asked, I have, uh, you know, when I have someone on, I ask like, hey, so here's a concept for the podcast. And then they say, what? And I say, I know it's confusing. Yeah. Probably this was a bad idea. Uh, but it's like this and that. And then I'll explain. And then they go, oh, okay. And I'll say, so what do you want to do? And Dan made the mistake of saying, I don't care. You can pick for me. And I said, well, no one's going to pick Mein Kampf. <laughs> so we're going to do the TV joke. And I said, for my favorite book. Check out yeah. my Goodreads page where you can see exactly. that I give one star to everything else I've read and then five stars, five gold stars. Okay, get out. I'm, I'm out of here. Good night, everybody. All right. Well, Upsetting. that's been the episode. Uh, I don't know if you got <laughs> anything already, you want to plug. Someone already turned it off yeah. right there. Anyway, uh, I, I'm not uh, – I, I told my friend that I was doing this podcast and I needed to do this for research and I sent him the page completely out of context i just said i'm doing a podcast and it's about this and just send him the link but i and then i like later was like i'm sorry this isn't like a i'm not hazing you or whatever yeah like, i just it's not the daily stormer we're just making fun of this website and ourselves yeah. we're making yeah exactly it's like you'd look at um the the i it's just funny because you also said like when i said you're like so we have to read mine comp and i'm just imagining <laughs> someone on the subway being like podcast for a podcast. I did. Yeah. 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 You have to put a note on it. I think um, yeah. Marcus Parks said that he ripped the cover off so that no one knew what it was. Mm, but if you yeah. see a big old thick book, you know, you it's either the something. power broker, but you're like, no one's embarrassed by the power broker. They want no. people to know they're reading the power broker. Yeah. But if you, if you see a ripped off front page, you know, 
everybody Someone wants just to Someone just tries think, to defend it. You're like, oh, is that like, infinite jest? And you're like, no, I would want everyone to know how far yeah. I am in infinite jest. So it's clearly Mein Kampf. Someone starts reading it and they're just like uh, deliberately trying to get people to engage with them and go, hey, man, what's that? And you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Some of us know how to separate the art from the author. <laughs> okay. or, sorry. Now yeah. that we are already getting into this, I want to say that at my job, I, I'm an editor at Tastefully Offensive. We had a long discussion. I won't pull any quotes or name any names, but we were in the context of the Woody Allen doc. <laughs> Because I was bringing up that, like, well, can you like stuff he did before yeah. he became a child molester? Because then I'm not even separating the art from the artist. He just – he was maybe a creep. Uh, and it got – it was a, there were a lot of landmines. You understand? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can feel the – I can feel myself sweating more right now uh, sure. as I say this. But, you know, can you appreciate the art uh, post – if the person hasn't been canceled yet – and so then we brought up Hitler's paintings. <laughs> We're yeah. like, well, he hadn't done anything yet. He was yeah. just trying to paint. So shouldn't you just love these as like he's just some guy? I have have you seen them by the way? No. no. Oh, no, because you can look them up. They're out there. Yeah. It's they are it is interesting because they're not like bad. Like you don't look and you go, like, why would this person even apply to art school? Right. You really get how I mean, I'm not saying you get all of it but you look and you're like they're just so unremarkable yes well like that's, they look like scarier yeah. yeah well it's like you look at the kind of thing that you'd see it like looks like like i don't know doctor's office art like doctor's right. office waiting room art right um because if he did and, if he had painted something that you're like was this person on dmt when he painted this you'd yeah. be so, like they would sell for millions of dollars you'd be oh, like yeah well, I'm sure they do sell for millions of dollars. They now, probably do. You have rarity, to be like, but... I'm just separating the art from the artist yeah. by paying three million dollars <laughs> for well, that's uh, Hitler. How I, that's how I feel about paying for the book. And people in publishing have brought this up. It's like, yeah. why should anyone profit off the words of like a book that is essentially banned in its native country? Like you don't. It goes to the – I think I saw, like, it goes to the Red Cross or something, right? Oh, good. Like, you can buy it. Like, yeah, like, they, like, they buy – like, you know, to have it exist so people can be like, well, this is a historical thing of note, you right. know? Like, this is a thing people should be able to see and be like, oh, okay, sure. I mean, the text is probably online for free. I didn't check, sure. but – um. I'm about, sorry, the other scenario I imagine is someone tried to read it on the subway and they do the thing in reverse that kids in school do where they like put it in a Fantastic Four comic book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's my comic. It's for school. Yeah. Sorry, it's... it was an assignment. Um, which I love the idea. Go to? If it is, yeah. Ooh. Nazi day. Um, <laughs> they. What's really funny is that if it is a public, you know, if it's what's the word uh you know free creative commons public domain public domain yeah, yeah, you, yeah there is some mind comp slash fiction out there oh there must, there must be. be like there already is like i mean obviously hitler is like um i'll say famous uh well <laughs> infamous known. well known yeah so there's already some i, something I think in there. i would say on the lists of people who have existed <laughs> who you would name and and you know just poll people i think would rank 
pretty high. I think I was just picturing I, someone on the ten thousand dollar pyramid, just like um, someone who exists, and they're like, uh, uh, Hitler. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well that would be correct. Yeah, those. Yeah, just I'm trying to imagine the person who's like, uh, you know. Hey, so you know Hitler? No, who? Like, well, he's a dictator. A dictator? Was he like Slobodan Milosevic or something? I mean, well, earlier and also a fascist, but he was, he's more, uh, really? You know Slobodan Milosevic and you don't know Hitler? Well, that's funny. It's like, it's like being a hipster and being like, well, you know, if you look at Lenny Bruce, you know, he actually, (laughs) maybe you don't find it funny per se, but he actually paved the groundwork for yeah what <laughs> slobodan was gonna do oh my god yeah, i'm was, already this is already too much modern, I com- modern comedians I'm now are Please like separate. i'm the slobodan <laughs> yes, of, exactly. uh, oh man did you hear slobodan milosevic is uh moving to austin <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, my god Ugh. um so the uh yeah so hitler mein kampf that's the book it's uh um, the TV trope. So you had had not been on TV shows much in a while. It can be a real time suck. You, as it's, you were saying, it's fantastic if you want to be just the worst person at a party. If you want to be yeah. just so like it is a. I don't know who writes it. I didn't do enough research. I'm sure you know uh, something. You think more I would? <laughs> you think I would? I, I would have researched. I this. recently. So I I recorded an episode yesterday. With uh, Anders Lee, who uh, uh, and he, we did um, a doubleheader, the Greg Gutfield show TV Tropes page, and the mm-hmm. Louder with Steven Crowder TV Tropes page. And Louder with Steven Crowder one is the first time that the editors also decided a page shouldn't exist. And between deciding <laughs> on that and us recording, <laughs> we were able to find it in the Wayback Machine, but I found a forum post. Where they're like going, where like the you know the powers that be at TV tropes, who I think are all unpaid and just right, they're in this. it for the love of the game. Yeah, and it's it, a fetish, I assume. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like, oh, nightmare fuel. Oh, come on, is that fridge horror? Oh, yeah. I. It's funny that just the the takeaway is that Steven Crowder is worse than Hitler. That's what we're. Yeah, saying. Yeah, I I guess it is. I mean, he's he's definitely doing more harm in the present. Yes. I think it's probably fair to say. Yes. Um, more directly, at least. I'm not going to say legacy-wise. We don't have to get into that. But uh, I don't know. Honestly, if you look at uh, some of the stuff we were looking up, some of those Steven Crowder sketches, I think even Hitler would be like, well, I just don't know. It's you know, this, Yes, this – look, ideologically, perhaps I agree with him, but this isn't necessary. Oh, this is – how am I supposed to go – and meet with Tojo, <laughs> knowing I've watched this guy with his Mickey Rooney <laughs> looking. It's not even original. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just love um, the idea of I'm doing stand up and I walk Hitler. You know, yeah. he's like, Ugh, uh, too much. Too much. I've seen it. Uh, so bored. yeah, that's a uh, man. Who do you think? Because he gave all those speeches. You think he had an opener who was just like, oh, for sure, who was like reading the articles and was just like, <laughs> oh, this is so big for my career. At what point do I have to be like, man, I can't perform with this guy, <laughs> right? You're <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. I'm getting so much flack on Twitter. People are like 
at so-and-so, how are you still performing with Hitler? And it's like, oh, well, mm. you know, opportunities are so hard to come by. And uh, he took me all around Bavaria. Like, I know he was messed up. He was always good to me. <laughs> the, Cancel, uh, yes, there's something very fun about canceled Hitler. Yeah, just of someone just, yeah. Just going like, well, look, I might not agree with it, but he has a right to say it. <laughs> it's like, I mean... It's not only the saying it that's the problem. There's, yeah, he's the doing it. Is that you're like I, I've been thinking about that a lot. Is that I'm like oh I could just do any joke about murder. I watch murder. Oh yeah. Shows. I listen to murder podcasts. And murder is definitely the worst thing I could do to a person. Oh yeah. And then there's so many other subjects that they're like oh, we don't talk about that. We don't do that. And then I'm like yeah well, I'm not doing it. I'm just talking yeah. about. Well, it. Well I think it's it's, it's interesting because it. it's, it's like the genocide. Yeah. I mean, talking about it it's, now, we're in a very tricky situation in America where you're like, maybe we shouldn't be talking about that all the time or moving this window of the Overton window over to yeah. why don't we kill all these people? And you're like, no, that's, well, that's off the table. That's not. Well, that's the thing where it's like it's I was talking. We actually got into this a little because we were talking about Steven Crowder and whatever that is like. The thing now, because there was that video that went, uh, like, viral on Twitter of, like, uh, a comedian. I don't care if people listen. <laughs> what, were they going to tag him? Sure. get me. Honestly, I, it would be more downloads, I'm sure. There was a video of, like, Tony Hinchcliffe, who, like, was brought up by a comedian. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw it. And he was, like, just go- And the thing is, people are, like, well, obviously he's joking. It's, like, here's the thing. We can't really say that anymore because you have like gavin mcginnis and owen benjamin and all these people who were like i'm a comedian and then eventually almost everyone who isn't themselves an ideological nightmare is like all right well fine like even like your ben shapiro's now are not going to defend owen benjamin they're going to be like well i guess i got that one wrong you know i thought that his material about why black people are bad was you know inspired perhaps a little too far for me but the material about why jews are bad well that's just not funny you know right yeah that was um, a good that was a good one a ben, a ben. that was a good ben i do i do it it's like the only impression sadly i can do so i do it too often right well i, I you know i lived with a an ashkenazi man an old man for a long time maybe i still hang out with him but nice. i'm gonna say five or six years of living with this man yeah pre-trump and him mm. telling us and him telling his kids that like the the Jew haters are out there. They're out there. They're going to they're going to they're going to become mainstream any day. It, it, they say it can't yeah. happen here. It'll happen. He's not. That's exactly how he sounds, by the way. No, um, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you had him call in. That's <laughs> a, you can't see this. But Dan had held up a phone receiver. He yeah, said just a Bob. second. And he has him. on. He actually is, it's he's much funnier than that. He'd be upset that I'm not being as funny but he what he would warn us and then trump ha- you know the charlottesville or or just the yeah, people yeah. chanting jews will not replace us and i'm like oh that it just actually is just sort of mainstream what what's happening and so now i can't trust anybody who uh who goes up and says i'm just joking but uh even though i yeah. just did a i've we've already done multiple <laughs> I mean, you started with I have IBS, oh. so we're already in the middle of a <laughs> we're already in the Jewish shit. stereotype. Yeah, exactly. Oh well, yeah. No, I live. I am. I mean, it's it's that's the thing where like we also 
maybe we'll touch on it before the end because I, I have a Twitter account for the podcast where I just screen cap like stuff. And it's harder to find ones that just easily work in screen cap with no context or riffing around. Um, you know, I'll make like a caption or whatever. And I, I got like six screen caps out of the TV Tropes Ambiguously Jewish page just because they're the, – the way they try and catalog people, one of my favorites was for Wet Hot American Summer, they were like, uh, you know – it's a summer it's it's for so many of them they'll be like well this anime character has brown hair so they're probably jewish <laughs> and then for what how american summer it was like well they all have very jewish names and it's a jewish summer camp but it's not really clear if they're jewish and i was like <laughs> what <laughs> like they uh, never they didn't do the blood libel thing so yeah, how could we they tell didn't. if they're i don't they actually have, know what uh, that is but the uh, characters they didn't don't eat have a baby. enormous noses. nobody ate yeah. a baby or did the controlling of the anyway they don't but, plan yeah, 9 11 at any point <laughs> in what out american summer so it's unclear it's if unclear. these are jews it's really funny to me like when you can when you can and can't point it out because i find that Jews did 9 11 uh, no. <laughs> 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 no sorry when you can and can't point out like when something is sort of tastelessly anti-semitic or like scarce you know like i i I, i'm trying to form a thought here that i'm saying i don't want to i'm not actively going out to cancel anybody or or to to call somebody out for for trying to make a joke or something but then i will watch like harry potter and see the little gremlin whatever they are the the dwarf yeah People with the big goblins. noses, the goblins, yeah, the goblin, the money the goblin, bank, and you yeah, go, you are like, well, there's a little, it is, t- it is, it is culturally insensitive. Like, that is culturally, yeah, a culturally insensitive idea, and she went with it anyway. And it's the same as people being like, the only Asian character is named like, I Cho Chang, Cho yeah. Chang, <laughs> just, Cho just Chang. people being there like, there is a Jewish wizard this. apparently. We actually. Uh, got into this on the first episode because there is a jewish wizard named anthony goldstein and people asked her like if there were jewish wizards and she said on twitter like there are the only one i know about is anthony goldstein it's like you made them all up you know or don't know about yeah however many um oh so uh the Oh, yeah. So the yeah, that's the thing, right? Where like now you can't give people the benefit of the doubt, so to speak, because like I remember also there were a couple comedians who like when that set goes around or whenever anything happens, they don't just say like, oh, I think they were trying to joke, but that wasn't good. They have to now be like, oh, actually, it's good. And you don't even get it. Like you can't even just Mm. try and meet some ground of like, yeah, you're right. That wasn't funny. I think they might. Maybe that was like bad whereas like i i've said this before like if michael richards if the michael richards thing happened today there'd be a bunch of people defending him they'd be like well he's on he's a comedian he was trying to do a bit and you can't judge that i think at the time there were people like if you were in comedy there were people that would say like well he's not he's not actually do you know that's what he does every night he just sort of riffs like there were people who defended so he, the he fact shouts, that he. It's the only time someone recorded him. He shouts you. Yeah, no, is, I think so. Like, I, I think he. W- I think he was genuinely having a meltdown. I don't want to relitigate this. No, but, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> we, well, this that, podcast is going to be eight hours long, by the way. Yeah, I know. No, 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 no. We got that. So let's get it. You're right. Let's get to Mein Kampf. 
<laughs> um, let's no, let's bring up the TV tropes page for Mind sure. Conf. Uh, you know, it's a if you wanna... it's a book. It's an autobiography. Supposedly, there's uh and it, and we never really actually talked about this website. That my main oh yeah sorry is, I forget how main, we got into that. The main thought that I had was like, oh, if you just want to mansplain. Speaking of canceled people, white men, um, if if you just want to basically have enough information to dismiss any subject at a party and just be like, oh, well, that's, you know, mm, that's uh, uh, author tracked, author filibuster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just give it names, diagnose it and dismiss it. This is the website for you. It's not a bet settling like bet settler like wikipedia is where you're like no it was in 1988 that's yeah. when they made that movie and then you imdb it this is specifically for people who want to like tell somebody that no i haven't read it but i've heard that it sucks and that's yeah, what i know about mein Kampf. other than the example of fridge brilliance i've heard that uh <laughs> There's, I mean, like the first one, and this is like the perfect example of the kind of thing I started this podcast for because it's the all there in the manual trope, which I am not actually sure. Uh, information not mentioned within a specific work, but only found in supplement. Blah 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 blah. This is the other problem. They don't just give you a one sentence description of what a trope is. This is like seven paragraphs to tell you what the all in the manual trope is. I was actually sho- I read this and it's and I was shocked that I thought all there in the manual meant, um, like in the beginning of a movie where they set it up, yeah, or, or something where they where they give a lot of exposition or. Or they give um, when Bond goes to Q and Q shows you all the different items that Bond will use throughout the movie and you know they'll come up later. Uh, yeah. Much like the wineskin in Odysseus. Forget it. Anyway, they, uh, they, they, I thought it was about setting it up, but actually all there in the manual means there are contextually other texts that exist that inform this text. Yeah, it's like that, the opposite of what you just yes, assume it'd be. Yes, it's the opposite. Where you're like, it's like when you're watching Star Wars and you see two little beings go like, and then they're like, oh, you know, those two, they actually have names and they're anti-Semitic. You should look it up. Yeah. (laughs) You have to read, you have to read the books. They don't count anymore because Disney canceled them, but they're making a new uh, Disney plus series just about the two anti-Semitic robots. (laughs) So you got to watch that. It's, um. You know, they're going to bring in, like, a famous actor in the last episode. Just they'll have Mel Gibson come in right. as, like, Grand Inquisitor Kartoth <laughs> or whatever. And, and Twitter will just be trending Mel Gibson. And you'll oh be like, God. what? Why? And you click it. And they're like, wow, Mel Gibson is Grand Inquisitor Kartoth or whatever. That's I the just, thing now. Every I, one of these shows, they get one famous. Famous. Like, I didn't watch. Uh, like, famous a famous. Meme? Like, I didn't watch. Like well, like okay. Did you watch Mandalorian? I didn't. I just no, I I'm not not a Star Wars person, so you no. don't care if I spoil something. So I guess Mark Hamill shows up in like the sure. last episode of one of the seasons, sure. And then like Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I also did not uh, <laughs> see. I I I was a dedicated modern Orthodox Marvel <laughs> devotee. I went to all the movies. Like you were supposed to, and I made it through to Avengers Endgame, and then I was like, 
I'm free. And then people were like, but there's going to be all these streaming series and they're going to have another one. And I was like, no, no, I might watch them, but I don't have to anymore. I'm done. I'm done. I'm no longer obligated. So apparently in Winter Soldier and Falcon, um, the TV show, they have like Julia Louis-Dreyfus shows up and like Owen Wilson shows up in the Loki show. Like they just get one. Right big person to show up and be like hey i'm agent julia louis dreyfus watch out for dr doom and then that that sets people that's the next decade they're set right boom dr doom when's he coming and then it's just gonna be you know which like i'll probably watch that i'll, I'll watch the doctor strange one again the sure. next one and the guardians of the galaxy um so all there in the so yeah so this is like the kind of sentence that I started this podcast for all there in the manual colon close examination of events as they actually played out revealed this as a zigzag trope. What, what does I, did you know mind comp has a zigzag trope in it? I, I don't even, I did not click the zigzag trope. I did. <laughs> so let's find out what it is. Double. Subversion. It is. Sometimes a trope is handled in a way, yeah, that is subversion, double subversion, or inverted. Sometimes a zigzag trope is a product of overcomplication. I don't understand how this is a zigzag trope. This is also, when you click examples of zigzag tropes, for some reason they don't have Mein Kampf listed on the zigzag trope page, <laughs> even though it's clearly one of the older examples of a zigzag trope. Right. I... Do to mind screwed too many times. I'm just I'm mostly th I'm mostly realizing that they're just saying like this is unreadable. Yeah, <laughs> this is an unreadable is book, and and none of, none of it matters, and it's contradicting itself at every turn, and so this must be a zigzag trope, <laughs> where it's it's you yeah. undermine your own argument by saying stupid shit. <laughs> it's That's it right, has Hitler. this whole. Yeah, yeah, take that, Hitler. Take that, Hitler. It's like this is this paragraph is so long that explains what the all there in the manual zigzag trope is. Well, it's uh, that it's that I felt when I saw all there in the manual and I understood what it meant, which meant like there is outside context. You need a out of the manual. You need yeah, exactly. a strategy guide to understand this video game. Like that's all there in the manual is that you need to read the protocols of the elders of Zion first. Yeah. To understand how fucking stupid this person was. <laughs> like, yeah. this guy took everything at face value when it came to the hatred of Jewish people. That, uh, And it's exactly, it goes back to what we were saying. Like, can you give anyone the benefit of the doubt? Because if somebody just made, because Protocols of the Elders of Zion is clearly made to to be anti-Bolshevik. Uh, right? Yes. Of, yeah, I think, it's, yeah. It's made for a different or political context yeah. that was like, we need to stop this one thing from happening so that I can maintain power over here in Russia. And then it so gets you're lifted saying... and taken, and it becomes a little meme. And, and, uh, and now all of a sudden, what started as a joke... Basically, what I'm saying is that uh, the Protocols of the Elders of Zion is the same as Dogecoin. <laughs> yeah. Where okay. you're like, I, I get that it's, now. No, it's actual money now. It's actual well, money. You're saying, and anyone you're who saying, says it's not money is 
uh, doesn't understand free market capitalism. And you're like, no, it's a joke. It started as a joke or it started in this other context. It was about, you know, it wasn't good that it started in this other context, but I'm saying it was for something specific for another person to hold power. And then Hitler clearly just like wrote this drivel and did not think he was going to become a dictator. <laughs> But was like, I take this at face value. This is this is true. Well, you, so you're saying Hitler is like the Thermians in Galaxy Quest. I yes, where he read yes, this thing yes, and he was like, yes. they were he like, doesn't understand it must the Tsar. Yeah, the Tsar, if you met the Tsar, the Tsar would be like, I had them write all this to yeah, because I just was trying to uh, keep the revolution from happening, and he was just like, no, come on. That's oh, an he, alternate. That was the uh, scrap version of Galaxy Quest where they're nope, like space yeah. Nazis <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. who have only seen uh, Nazi propaganda. And well, they're wouldn't like, that be hilarious if, it, if the show was a comedy, but they were like imperialist, you know, terrible people. Yeah. And so they were evil aliens. That's like the gritty reboot of yeah, Galaxy of Quest. Galaxy Quest where they're like, you have to – we've been watching all the uh, TV shows that have been beamed out in movies, and they're like – Oh, doesn't it take a while to get stuff there? And they're like, "Yes, it's from your time, 1937. <laughs> we no! we need your help defeating the Jews. We well, saw yeah, all like, of your movies." That's the thing about radio transmissions and the speed of light, etc., and how far away things are in space. Is whatever they receive, it's going to be uh, sort of racist and 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 80 years yeah. behind. So they'll come down and they'll be like, "We heard that you love Bob Hope." And yeah, oh, like, no. Bob Hope, aliens. height of comedy, and they're like, no. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> they just all the aliens are going to be like, I don't understand why you can't say this on TV anymore. <laughs> what happened to the shows where, uh, you I, know, what yeah, happened they're... to the shows where a good Protestant man has to hide a Chinese man in his closet or before his wife finds out, and the oh boss is God. coming to dinner? Yeah, that's yes, exactly. They're they're getting stuff on Mars right now. And it's it's just all in the family. That's all the context they have. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. This is there's so skipping down a little. Sure. Unless there was anything I'm missing. No, feel I feel free also. Can I listen, I it's your show. No, but I well, if you have it, because I know you actually a lot of people I think don't take a time to look at the page before, and I know you at least took a glance. So if there is anything you want that jumped out at you, feel free. But also I can take. The well, lead I like way. that. It's another instance. I did love this, the hijacks by Gannon. Uh, yeah. Because that's that's what this this is what I love about the website. What I loved about it ten years ago when I looked used to look at it, which is that it's putting stuff in context for me, a dumb person who plays a lot of video games, and yeah. the hijacked by Gannon is uh, Gannon is the high rule antagonist in all the zelda games if you've yeah. never played link link must fight various beasts and every time he gets to the top of the top of the top uh you find out that oh it actually wasn't this bad guy who hated animals or whatever turns yeah. out it was always ganon the secret yeah, it was wizard me, ganon yes it's it's the man behind the curtain it's the the wizard controlling everything or the witch controlling everything and in this context, they've decided that Hitler was so obsessed with the Jewish conspiracy that we have already alluded to, in case you didn't know, um, that all, everything gets blamed on this secret cabal of 
you know, Soros funded <laughs> globalists. Yeah, even back then, Soros was the fourteen. Kind of, Soros, Soros was still alive. Soros uh, sounds like Ganon. You know what I mean? Like the wizard yeah. that fights. That's Ganon, why they so were hunting kinda... him. I just yeah. okay. Wait, I just figured something out. So you know how George Soros in the Holocaust? People make a whole thing of it because he was like fourteen and he like you know tried to uh, do whatever he could to survive, and people are. Very judgmental of that when I own that. When a lot of them would have just been the Nazis. Like, yes. a lot of the people who are, like, judging George. And which, you know, look, I'm not going out. I remember one time my dad was like, oh, you know, Andrew, uh, George Soros is using some charity exemption to donate to Democratic political thing. I was like, yeah, he's a billionaire. They're all right. bad. Like, I'm not, yeah. like, going to defend George Soros. But it is funny because, like I said, a lot of people – who are judging who judge George Soros for what he did as a young teenager survive in the Holocaust would have just been the Nazis were they right. alive back then they right. would have just been in favor of that but also i just had the thought that what if now because certain people you know on the right think George Soros is this all encompassing evil force what if one of them went back in time to kill George Soros, and that's how the Holocaust started. <laughs> well, there's something uh, to that. I think a Maybe. lot about. Um, I'm a, I'm a big quantum leap fan, and yeah. so in the in the debate of why don't we go back and kill baby Hitler, I'm always like, what if a bunch of time travelers already went back and killed a bunch of babies who were worse than Hitler, and then they Ooh. found out that they couldn't <laughs> this change so this thing. You can't actually change it. It yeah. would cause too much of a, you know, time and space would implode and humans wouldn't exist. So they went back and they were just like, fine, we'll have Hitler because he was the least bad. Yeah, he was <laughs> and of the he other lost, And he, at least he loses the war. Oh, ooh. <laughs> you know, you know, oh, like, wow, yeah. That's when we could go. Expands. Oh, man. <laughs> That's yeah. That's uh, or you think of it in like tenant terms. Yeah. Someone trying to do backwards, uh, going backwards past Hitler. I still, um, I loved the movie. Still don't understand it, and that's how I feel about TV tropes sometimes. Yeah. It's a zigzag I, trope. A zigzag I trope. Still don't it. understand. The, yeah, Tenet's got some zigzag trope. I like Tenet. <laughs> I don't like it as much as Inception, partially because. I feel like there's not as much cool set pieces as an Inception. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, the, like, the climax, and I won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, I think it does a very good job of being, like, James Bond, but with this kooky right. backward stuff. And then it transforms from, like, a James Bond movie to a different kind of movie for, like, 40 minutes. Right, and I'm like, did they put this in because they thought they'd have to do like a tenant video game adaptation, like they used to do, <laughs> right? Like where you're like, I'm just like, this seems almost out of nowhere. <laughs> this is like, and it's not a, anyway. But the um, oh, but my, the funniest part to be of tenant is one part where they're like, you're going backwards. That means fire is cold now, <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> Wait, that's a little goofy. That doesn't and make, you park yeah. in the park. You now yeah. when you remember when you're inverted, you drive on the driveway and park on the parkway. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, what if you came back and it was just the funniest comic was still Yakov Smirnoff? Yeah, in Tenet. Oh man, that's a good you come tweet. Back, yeah, you, we got it. Yakov uh, Smirnoff is the funniest comic in the backwards world of Tenet. In the yeah, but he's he's just yeah. a sooth, <laughs> he's just a soothsayer. 
He's just yeah, like, exactly. In Soviet Russia, time moves this way. Anyway, yeah. forget it. <laughs> no, I get that. So that's a, they should have had Yakov Sviardov yeah, explain to him. Someone should cut him into the scene where he goes, you know, and when you're inverted, air breathes you or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Oh my they God. just go through the whole thing. I, I, I again, like not to. And this is actually really nitpicky and cinema sinsy and a thing I hate when people do. But I still fail myself doing it where I was like, if you're at the point where you have to breathe backwards air, this would kill you. Yes. Like your, your blood skin, is going backwards. Skin, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about the same no thing. There's no way. The, I'm uh, just like, as soon as they're like, and here's the special backwards air. I was like, do you know how many other things yes. you'd have to like yeah. prepare? You'd have to just be in like uh, a bubble boy thing with all of your backwards vitals right. being like, like there's no way. Uh, don't worry. You're going backwards, and you just have to breathe backwards air. Otherwise, oh, it fires cold. But otherwise, <laughs> like you're good. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. My God. Um. Yeah, I, because I physics you, uh, yeah. physics would be backwards if if Every, the laws yeah. of thermodynamics don't are moving the opposite direction. Then like toast is unburned and <laughs> toast you're so, like if fire is cold, then it like it it would mean that you would have to walk backwards to do everything. You could not walk. Do. They look like they're walking back. They look I, like they it. are. But they I don't think, want to talk about yeah. this because no, I know. it <laughs> makes no sense. And yeah, I loved it. You just have it. to accept it. I you loved just have it. To accept it. It was weirder it's, than Inception. That's why I loved it. Because Inception yeah. is a heist movie with some dreamlike ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's almost like too on the nose for me to enjoy. Whereas Inception makes no sense and feels like a dream. The Tenet, entire I time. I mean, Tenet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tenet feels like a dream the whole time. So anyway, yeah. see Tenet. I'm sure they have a great TV tropes page of just – Oh, they probably do. Utter nonsense. Ooh. All right, wait. Maybe <laughs> we'll do that do before that. the end of this <laughs> if we get – Well, no, because that's the thing. We can do it. It. I'm, I'm wondering how much – eventually I'm going to probably start to break format more and more. I arguably did by like the third episode because at first it was all going to be ones that were – like insensitive or whatever right and then i realized there are people who don't uh get very excited to talk about mind comp so i'm like well what are no well, so there's i was like what so i i think for like there's one you know episode three was the three little pigs because it's like okay well that page shouldn't exist because it's a three second story right and like Episode five is I think you should leave because that shouldn't exist because what are you – why are you trying to do this to a sketch comedy show with no narrative through lines? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's also interesting. So I, I, I also might at some point start doing pages like the ambiguously Jewish page because that is a TV trope page that shouldn't exist even though it's not one of the ones about a property. It's about a trope, right? which I think is fine. Well, that's what's on their homepage. They want you to look at the specific. Just ambiguously Jewish. That's the yes, one. Just like, Why is Jewish. this? No, this, they. Sorry, they, is this they, trope they, of the day? <laughs> no, this is always the one that's there. But that's what I'm saying. There's like 50 tropes of the trope of the day or, or new yeah. trending tropes. And it's kind of fun to look that direction. I wanted to say, I don't know what um, I didn't finish what I was going to connect to the oh, world sorry. of. No, it's OK. I was just. uh thinking about hijacked by ganon and what you're actually saying is like there's always an evil lurking presence and it constantly comes up and it's usually immigrants in politics and it's just funny because like that's not interesting to kids 
But if you yeah. say there's like it's really would be hard to explain to someone who only enjoys fantasy and fantasy video games and fantasy novels to say, you know, that like evil force that controls everything, you know, like the evil force in Narnia that's making everything bad or the evil force and the two wizards that are fight that doesn't exist. Like that's the most important thing that yeah. you can gain from this book is that this is fantasy. That's not real. The real world is chaos and that's scary. There yeah. is no driving force. There's and no if gamut. anyone tells you that there is a game, yeah. they're either like a cultist, uh, like a not a cultist, but cult like a cult a, leader, a, a space yes. cultist. We don't want to yeah. uh, slander. Any I wouldn't slander good occultists out there. Well, because yeah. I feel like witches or uh, Wiccan people are actually more attuned to what I'm saying, which is that oh, I'm sure. there's like I would definitely have someone say, "Oh, there's a force." Maybe there's a force in the universe and yada, yada. And sure. It moves this and there's that. But as soon as someone tells you there's a conscious force that's fucking up your life specifically, yeah. there, are, there are someone who's trying to gain power based on your fear. And it's so funny to me that you have to explain it to people with, um, <laughs> with Ganon is behind the curtain. Because you're like, yeah. the next step is Ganon's not real. And so Mexicans can't be the one that are taking your jobs and yeah. also ruining your economy and also killing your family and yeah. also do like, it can't be all of those things. And the more that you dig, the more you see that like, Oh, America's actually the bad guy and we're running concentration camps and, yeah. um, and that, and it, and it's a bad situation that is complicated and yeah. hard to figure out. And it would be better if we had empathy instead of uh, squeezing the system from both ends, the way Trump did. I can't yeah. blame Trump specifically for all the bad things that are happening in Mexico. It's not all his fault, but it's also, he didn't do anything good <laughs> to no. help. Well, and it's so yeah. he, all he did was blame them and be like, as a fucking secret force. And there's yeah. probably Iranian terrorists sending Guatemalans to America. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? If anybody said that in any other, like in any other context, you would, you would dismiss them forever, but because it was um, this, I don't know, lightning in a bottle shithead. Uh, it's, I mean, it well, that's the, the thing norm. is he, he speaks shithead fluently. <laughs> yes. And that's the thing is that other people are going to try and pick it up if he doesn't run it, which whatever. But uh, other people are going to try and pick it up. And you can tell, like, it's so funny looking at J.D. Vance now, yeah. who's just like, oh, we, uh, we all hate, uh, we all hate other people right uh they suck and everyone's like shut up you're like a little <laughs> yale prissy whatever and you're trying to pretend you like like that's the thing is that the i think there's a, a difference between when people say because people are always like well look some people would say like, oh trump you know will say like look well he at least he always uh tells you the truth and people are like no he doesn't he lies constantly which is true but i do think he believes it which yes. doesn't make it, like, good, but you are, like, like the whole thing with one reason why the election stuff got as far as it is is because when he says, like, and they found uh, 12,000 ballots for me that they dumped in a fish tank somewhere, then as soon as it comes out of his mouth, he's like, yeah, they did. I heard that. <laughs> I heard someone say that. That's true. It just, yeah. it, he, like, has this weird epistemology where he'll come upon a thought and then so genuinely believe that thought. Like if Ted Cruz tries to pull that, geez, who knows? 
but he'll say, yeah, you know, they, uh, they're the ballots and the fish. Everyone's going to be like, yeah, you're just making that up. You don't think it. Yeah, what's terrifying about it is that what you're describing is me, like, sophomore year of college doing too many drugs. Where I'm like, I thought it. And maybe there's a reality where that oh, is see, true. Yeah, and you that's start like to get my to, anxiety disorder, too. Yeah, exactly. That, that you're like, oh, I should really be talking to a therapist about this instead yeah. of a uh, anyone else. Um, not or, or a close friend who could yeah. uh, tell call me out on my bullshit. And instead, um, right, isn't there like a <laughs> – I feel like there's I'm, – I'm, now I'm just rehashing a Bill Burr bit where he's like, he started to say this shit about master race and, and nobody stopped him. <laughs> like that's, yeah. the, that's the real problem is that nobody said, Hey man, no, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not true. Well, I'll show you information. Gets... And, or, but they probably did show him the information and he doubled down. And now we know you, you and I now have yeah. the context of, we know what Trump does. He just says shit and then believes it. And then like someone shows him information that is counter to that. And he does not, he still doesn't believe it. And it takes, he's like, well, that's made up. Yes. That's fake. Takes like, a bunch of cognitive dissonance. But, you know, you're never going to know. I mean, he's like a, the fact that he got vaccinated in secret yeah. after having it and surviving. And it was worse than we all thought they, that they were like, we're going to have to put him on oxygen. Uh, that's all. the. I will never know what's what's actually going through his head except for whatever benefits him the most exactly exactly and that's, in the and that's moment also. clearly the tv tropes take is that's what hitler did he had yeah because uh, the other tropes that we're missing are like he had a selective memory he's uh it's based yeah, on a true story but it's really not like his real memoir you can like pick out what he's lying about and he never mentions his fucking family <laughs> he just says yeah. our father like he had brothers That's, and sisters that he no no brother and sister. This is what I'm saying. What I'm actually saying is that bullying is important and especially sibling bullying. Someone should yeah, they should the have shit out of Hitler, Hitler more. <laughs> Someone should be. A, that's uh yeah. I mean that's like the thing. Um, and I, that is you know like I said, I'm glad you seized on the the hijacked by gang because to me that's like the thing of this is why are you using like I think you could have a page for mind comp and the tropes in mind comp but then there should be like a little switch you can flick that's like oh don't have this one be like you know uh captain america villain hitler's really like a captain america you know like <laughs> you know like don't ap- don't ap- use the same tropes you names you use for this stuff right but i think it's important he did punch hitler so he did punch hitler no superman punched hitler did captain america not also punch hitler Oh, maybe Captain America did punch. Oh no, no. It oh, is back Captain then America. everyone was doing it. Everybody All was the superheroes. Yeah. Which brings me to another one that's on a different I don't know what um maybe you can clear this up for me. What YMMV is? Like YMMV is like Oh, on the why, top. oh yeah, let's look at though. That's your mileage may vary. So that I oh. think well wait. Let's get mean, to that. But Okay, sorry. Cuz there no, is no, let's a get really to fun that. one that I I clicked through and it's it's very important to know as a comedian. Okay. I am going to just because uh, then I think we can move off the page proper and we'll go to sure. YMMV. So I just wanted to note one more thing in the page proper and then we'll go to that. Yeah. Which is uh, canon discontinuity. <laughs> and it's between Mein Kampf and its sequel, Zwei Buch. And I would just like 
<laughs> love the person who's like doing cinema sins like ding in mind comp the first book had foreign policy prescriptions but yeah. in Zvi book the main focus is on foreign policy that's not actually a good example because that doesn't contradict at all right. um but it is funny. None of th- these are contradictions. I don't think this is canon discontinuity at all. I don't know why this person went no, to the Minecraft TV show. The same way that you're saying, like, it is funny to think about it in a video game context or a fantasy context. It yeah. is funny to think about a guy at the at a convention, Comic Con, and being like, um, actually, Hitler. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't make sense for the will to power to be a reason to take over these people because isn't it true that you said in this book yeah, like page just, seven. Page seven. Of yeah, they're like, comp. they're like, oh, so here's, uh, here's what an example, you know. Uh, excuse me, Hitler. Uh, in Mein Kampf, you mention America sparingly, and you say it's a racially degenerate society. But now in Zwei Buch, you say it's a racially successful society. <laughs> I would like an explanation <laughs> of this canon discontinuity, please. I don't understand. How is the uh, reader supposed to follow this? Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, your mileage may well, vary. Well, you know, uh, uh, Borges said that reading is a, a more important intellectual exercise than writing. So, uh, in a lot of ways. And you've done so both. If Hitler, Hitler knew, Hitler read Emerson and said, the uh, foolish consistencies are the hobgoblin of small minds. And... Um, hobgoblins look like jews is what he said that was the whole quote from hitler but he said uh yes he said if i contradict myself i contradict myself i don't care uh that's my will and you know what everybody like that's the scary thing about hitler (laughs) there are many scary things about zeroing in on it oh i'm zeroing like the more i think about it the more i'm like it it's such an enticing thing like it is it's such an enticing thing to be like there is a bad guy we're the good guys we're oh, yeah. stronger than the bad guys and all you have to do is like listen to your heart basically like listen to your inner self because like we're the best and here's all the historical proof that we're the best we're doing some we're doing not only science but occult you know uh, we're opening portals to hell to find yeah. out if we're right. And you know what? We opened it, we looked in, and we're right. So if you it, watch the Full Metal <laughs> Alchemist movie, Conquerors <laughs> of Shambhala, you will see. I've never – I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, sorry. That is the uh, – the so in the original, people get upset because they there are two Full Metal Alchemists. There's like the one that's close to the manga and the one that's like oh, okay. they made it before the manga was done. Um. And in the original, the it ends with revealing that this world exists on the other side of our world, and all the alchemy right. they're doing is powered by like people being killed. And it's like during World War One, and so then they made a movie that takes place after the series where it's the Nazis trying to get into alchemy world. <laughs> right. So yeah. imagine that there's a group of people that believe that wholeheartedly yeah your favorite story i mean that's what's uh, that's what's scary about like we had all these debates about jesus when i was in high school i went to catholic school and they'd be like well he's either a lunatic a liar or he's the lord and i'm like well then he's a lunatic because a bunch of people like told him he was god like he woke up one day and was like i'm god and people were like yes like that's yeah. a bad idea. Checks Don't out. Do that. Don't do that to anybody. 
if, yeah. if somebody I mean, to be like, fair, people were so bored back then. What were you gonna do? <laughs> You're like, yeah, man. I don't know. Sure. sure. What am I? What am I gonna no, do? No, but they, yeah, like it's worse keep... than that. They did it from his his babyhood. Yeah. From the time he was I've a got, baby. Like, I just scrub this aqueduct all day. It's just nice to have something different happen. Yeah. Oh, God's coming to town? Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's better than, like, I don't know, scrubbing this aqueduct again. Right. So it's that's that's exactly what I mean. People's, and, yeah. and so you, you pair that up with the Weimar Republic going into the dirt because yeah. there was an actual – and that's the – it becomes even more enticing the more you read about it because you're like, actually, the Treaty of Versailles was shitty to Germany. Yeah, Germany exactly. was impossible to live in. This and also, guy like, did have an idea, and you're like, but there it's also a bad idea. Like, yeah. Not to, from what I've read, like, again, not that, that this in any way justifies it, but, like, there were a disproportionate number of Jews in the government. So, like, if you're someone who does No, 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 well, no, no. Well, that's I'm the part saying, you're allowed to say. I'm not allowed to no, say. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 but I'm not I'm saying, just talking like— about the economy. No, 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 I know, but I'm saying, like, for someone who says, who doesn't want to try and understand the context of things, right? The person yeah. who's like, oh, well, look, this neighborhood is poor, and there are black people who live there, so black people must be bad. Like, that's what that mindset is. That person's like, uh, and I don't mean in the government, like, a secret government. I mean, like, there were, unless, I, unless this was something, I think, but the point is that Jews were relatively successful and established in Weimar Germany. And so mm -hmm. if you want a scapegoat to point to, you're like, well, look, they seem to be doing okay. Clearly they're in on some of this. Right. You know? And that doesn't mean, of course, uh, that they were. They weren't. Um, someone would have told me, <laughs> presumably. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because you're, you would have gotten your brochure, your pamphlet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I legit once got into when I used to spend a lot of time. I actually I do want to find. Okay, yeah, sure. Here I wanted to find at least one example of a legitimate source that was like, yeah, there were a lot of Jewish politicians in 1930s Germany before Hitler came to power. Um, just so that I I'm like, did I just like somehow get this incepted in my head from yeah. someone? Um, the. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, I also, it, it is very interesting how you can see um, the, how you can see how this happens in that mm -hmm. I had, I mean, like, all right, so one and that's why I'm, that's why I'm saying all this, by the way. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Is that, like, it's so easy to be like. Scientology doesn't make any sense. It's so stupid. Aliens, blah, bleh, it's dumb. And then you're like, yeah, but it's, it's giving people so, like there must be something. Like when someone's like, oh, there's something missing in your life, and I can fill the hole inside you. If anybody says that to you, and then that you you just hope you know you cross your fingers that the next words out of their mouth are like Bikram yoga instead of yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's the Jews like. Like, that's all your – you just – all of them exist, and everybody knows about the void in people, and and everybody's trying to fill it, and then you add to it your external circumstances, and it's just uh, – yeah, it's a uh, – what would you call it? It's perfect storm. There's always a yes. perfect storm, and it's always going on, and then it seems inevitable in retrospect, but it actually wasn't inevitable if you – 
paid attention and well i mean that's the thing where like shitty stories um that they uh you see that they uh like the one where i saw on facebook i used to get arguments on facebook where i had um someone who legit i kind of was like oh he like he was like the kind of anti-semitism you don't actually see that commonly among americans in the modern day we like straight up was just like no like you're not going to tell me but you're part of a network of people who uh enrich themselves at the expense of other people who aren't jewish and i'm just like well okay i guess i wouldn't tell you like i don't know what to tell you and so um the other and the other thing i saw was one time i got into an argument with someone over you know the concentration camps at the border because i you know was like i find using that language and it was interesting because it was someone saying like well look the parents brought them over here and i was like all right well at what point does the does the responsibility go to the government to not do this well you can't just say well the parents brought them over here and I and she was like, I don't know what you mean. And I was like, Well, what if we found out that? And I'm not saying this is happening, but what if we found out that uh, ICE agents were taking, you know, kids who were brought across the border and just summarily executing them back of the head behind some bunker somewhere because they they were running out of space? And she goes, That's unthinkable. I can't believe you'd even jump there. And I was like, Okay, well, I was trying to find where the line is. Clearly, you know, that's whatever. That was a specific example seems mm-hmm. like the answer is no you wouldn't be okay with that that doesn't seem unthinkable unfortunately to me that something no. like that might happen but so eventually we go and i'm like going like point by point like all right what if there's not enough water well that might not be their fault and i was like what if they knew there wouldn't be enough water mm-hmm. and they went forward anyway and she was like all right fine at that point i wouldn't just blame the parents it's like really you're that confident that we're not going to find that out Right. And you're not going to have to change your mind. Because the truth is, we would find that out, and I would come back to you, and you would go, well, no, that actually – I that's yeah. – they, they're doing their best. And even if we got – eventually we get to the point where the you know that's how it happens. You get to the point where you're like, well, they're shooting kids in the back of the head because they ran out of space in the bunker or whatever, like whatever justification is being used. And either you're going to say, well, they you've, you've kept justifying at some point where you go, well, they ran out of space in the bunker. Or you're going to say, how could I have known this? And it's like, well, people were trying to tell you that each thing leading up to it. Well, that's what's weird is that you could read a headline from Canada right Mm now where that had happened for decades for in in basically a re uh, re education camp for indigenous people. And they found like a thousand bodies of kids. And you're like, well, that is so close to. What is happening now in China? What's happening yeah. now it, here on the border? And how? And Canada seems like a nicer place than both China and America. <laughs> Just seems like a yeah, nicer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they that's... got a nicer face on it. It feels like they have some stuff in order, and they're still fucking up something that was clearly, um, it was an error to begin with. But it's like a logistical error on the part of the people running those camps and you're like, yeah, the line for me is obviously, I feel like we're in agreement that like the line is don't have camps, don't have yeah, re education yeah, yeah. camps. And, um, we can figure out something else to do. Uh, I don't know what that is, but 
certainly if you're against you know what like, you don't yeah exactly. yeah if you're against imprisoning people to the point where you're like i don't have enough space and i have to just bury them outside because yeah. they died from an unsanitary condition how is that any different than just shooting them I don't know. Yeah, well, that's the thing is that you have to realize that, like, well, this was a consequence of the policies you want to do. You can't just say, well, like, oh, you're doing – I mean, it is fascinating. We listen to uh, – all right, and then we'll we'll, uh, we'll start <laughs> uh, winding down a bit. By the way, I found – because I was Googling. I found Jewish history, jewish-history-online.net. There were many prominent Jewish right. politicians in the interwar period. I didn't just make that up because i read because i like accidentally read obviously again that's the thing that's how it works is the the when she was like well their parents brought them that's the equivalent of someone in germany in the early 30s who they'd say well jews aren't allowed to open businesses and they're like well if you look a disproportionate number of businesses are jewish owned so i mean germans we live we're the citizens we have to compete right so maybe some jews shouldn't have like that's how it is it starts mm-hmm. is you go like what about this and they go and you know and that's the thing is that might not even be untrue it could be you know for various reasons there were some prominent jewish businessmen in europe and you would be like well is that fair look what they're doing you'd be like well that doesn't justify this and they'd be like well then they shouldn't be doing these quote unquote unfair business practice. Like that's the, <laughs> then they shouldn't have brought the kids over. That's the thing. You go like, well, they did this. And as soon as you're like unwilling to blame anyone else, then it's like, well, that's how it happens. Cause then every time you get to the Holocaust, it's like, well, remember they were doing those unfair business practices or whatever you started with, you know, <laughs> you're like, that's how it start. Right. Well, you that's know, why, like, yeah, that's why you should, I'm putting, by the it. way, I, people can't see, I'm putting scare quotes around unfair business practices. I wasn't right. like, but that's why there um, needs to be a nation of law. I mean, this is – it's all – it comes back to – I'm not um, saying they actually were, but it's the – yeah. No, but, but not to put it in the a, idea. The thought that comes to mind is like a really simple, you know, tweet-worthy, pithy statement about cops, which is uh, the cops aren't supposed to shoot guilty people either. Is that yeah, like, exactly. You're yeah, not yeah, supposed yeah. to – like arguing with the – I, I – May God keep you, Andrew, for arguing with those people. But uh, oh, I've stopped. It's I've, funny. I've stopped. I, I, I do it so too. I went cold turkey. Yes, I went cold turkey months ago. Maybe a half a year ago now. <laughs> maybe longer. Actually, maybe it's been almost a full. I just, I you, you can't. You, you can't. can't do it, and and it's because of the fact that if you said that to somebody, like they're they're in a rage about the war on cops right now. Yeah, and you're yeah, just yeah. like if you like, let's say you made a mistake and you were driving drunk, which is like if you live in a place without public transportation, I'm not saying it's a good idea to drive drunk, but people have cracked down on it so hard in my lifetime that like maybe yeah. you had an extra glass of wine and you're a little above the limit and sure. you get mouthy with a cop. That doesn't mean they should tase exactly. you. <laughs> like, yeah. No, doesn't... I mean, well, that's the thing, right? It's, it's so um... weird to me because they would be in that. They, they, I know for a fact, everybody you're arguing with might come up into that situation someday. That exact scenario I just described. Oh, there was someone I forget where this was. It's oh, it was on another podcast uh, called Minion Death Cult, where they read like terrible comments to articles and stuff. Yeah. And so, like, there was someone who was like, look, I support the cops. And he, like, goes through. He's like, even though – and he describes them. He's like, even though they beat me, I got arrested and had to spend a week in jail for something I didn't do. I did. He looks like all these things. And it's like, what? what? Why yeah. are you not – you're just fine with this? Like, yeah. 
all right, so you're fine with this, but try and understand some other people might not be fine right, with this. Right. Um, you're a, anyway. You have this weird sexual kink where you have yeah, exactly. to get on. Yeah, but, you uh, – <laughs> Um, what, so sorry, what'd you have in your mileage may vary? Oh yeah. My favorite one just for all comedians out there. And because we've been, we've been stepping on some landmines. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure listeners have put me in the same bucket as Hitler. We're all, we're all in the same, but, um, under your mileage may vary is acceptable targets, which is just a beautiful and disturbing (laughs) understanding of human the human mind what comedy and political rhetoric can be acceptable targets is like you have to read it and understand that um for me i have to give this a lot of thought is like uh i just read a george saunders book about russian uh writers and at the end of it he's like i need to tell you that i don't have an answer to like does writing produce a net positive for human beings because these russian writers were writing like right before just the worst history of you know if you were in russia you there's like a 50 50 shot you're about to just get murdered in the street like at this point and he's like and at some point the although this is great literature did the literature exacerbate it or did it make it better and yada yada and in comedy we're now at this we're not at an impasse anymore i mean it's clearly like the line has been drawn in the sand there's people on one side that are like anything goes and if you're against the the concept of anything goes you're uh a liberal sjw freak who can't talk about anything and you're over there and we're over here and fuck you and acceptable targets (laughs) is basically like comedy political rhetoric when i'm thinking about it or even dramatizations it's like what am i allowed to talk about uh as a you know for me a white straight man am i allowed to make fun of blank and have them be a target and acceptable targets is like if this was 20 years ago you could make fun of and just pick an ethnic political class and it's just the page is about how like the United States makes to, loves to make fun of the French and the French love to make fun yeah. of the United States. And right now me as an Irish German person who has a little bit of French, but not enough to make fun. If I just started making fun of the French every day, I, people would love it. If I made fun of Russians every day, people would love it. I live in a building full of Russian people. It's funny. If I start making fun of the Bangladeshi people who live in my neighborhood, eyebrows will be raised (laughs) and you're like and it's confusing and it's um it's not about like who has who has carte blanche to make fun of everybody who has carte blanche to make fun of their own race like people didn't there are black people in the world who did not like chris rock's bit (laughs) he's like yeah he's he it's not just about who you are and what you've said it's about taking the temperature of the room and uh, so acceptable targets is such a funny thing to me because um, what's sad is that like Jews were just always an acceptable target. And that's like, yeah, the, that's the main takeaway from having this as a page on Mein Kampf is that like, yeah, if you were if you were just in a time machine 
and you didn't use it to go back and kill baby Hitler. What's wrong with you? But mm-hmm. you went in a time machine and you went any time in the last 2000 years until like basically last year. <laughs> You could just be like, well, I'm going to tell a funny joke. Better about- and worse. Yeah, 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 I guess they're better and worse. But <laughs> you're just like, I'm going to go back and make fun of Jews. And people would be like, hilarious. Yeah. Because they were just always the acceptable target. And it's it's a weird, sad thing to have to deal with and be like, I know that this is true. And I know that in 20 years, something I said about blank might not sound great to my kids or to my you know, to a next generation, but it's like, I did the best I could. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, well, that's, I think it's, I think the thing is, and the big thing is, what do you do when someone tries to talk to you about it? Because I yeah. think that there's the two ends. On the one hand, I think, I don't think you always have to immediately go, oh, you're right, and apologize. Because that's one thing that some, that I do know is a trend on social media, where if someone says something, then they go, well, you have to apologize. And they go, and I don't think that's – it depends. Look, obviously people can think you should and you could be wrong not to. I think what you owe people is not being an asshole about it. Yes. You go, okay, I'm going to consider that. And yeah. that's what you owe people. And, you know, you make your own decision. I don't think it helps to have someone go like, hey, that's not okay. And you go like – like I remember there was this example where um, Adam the, – the man versus food guy – got fired from a show because he had a new show coming out and he lost some weight and he posted a picture with the caption thinspiration and someone responded hey that's an anorexia oh i way too late now but content warning for all sorts of stuff yeah sure, uh, for sure. this um the entire podcast overeating contest yeah. yeah no so that's uh so he so here's what he did, which was get really upset at her, call her the c word, tell her to kill herself. Right. And he lost his show. Right. Here's the thing: some people would say he should have said, "You're right. I didn't know that," and stop using the comment the inspiration. Now, as someone who does not know how, like, look, people are like, "Oh, but the swastika is actually a Buddhist symbol." Okay, it's ruined now. Yeah. I don't know about the inspiration. I believe that it is a term that is used in relation to anorexia. I, to my knowledge, I if I saw someone say that to me and I use it, I would not immediately think, oh, well, it must be swastika. I would – but what I wouldn't do is that. I would go, oh, okay, that's something to know about. Thank you. Right. And then you can keep using it and you can go, oh, I know. I just don't think that's what – and try and be the best, like, whatever. Or you can go, all right, I'll try and avoid it, whatever. It's when you lash out like that that it's bad. Um, I also – sorry, for under-acceptable t- ethnic targets, Yeah. Uh, every single section has ones on pro wrestlers. <laughs> and this is one thing that jumped out at me. It says – I'm. I think a. Uh, I don't want to know who wrote this because this this person says professional wrestling. Traditionally, this trope was avoided like the plague for fear of causing riots. <laughs> that sounds like a real. What person is like? Yeah, man, it's the '70s. It's too PC. They can't even have a Native American character because they're worried everyone will riot. I'm pretty sure there are <laughs> all sorts of stereotypical Native American characters in media in. Over the course of yeah. decades. Yeah. 
yeah italian americans that's a good that's a good acceptable target that's the it's least so the best weird it's, it's just a very odd uh yeah that it, it's acceptable there's context and it's just like there's a bunch of people in the world who want to live in a and this is where i agree with the hard edge you know edge lord douchebags is that they're like oh you just want to live in a world that's like a with a bunch of padded walls um it sounds nice it sounds really nice but i'm like <laughs> i'm like there's some people that are like maybe comedy doesn't need to have targets and it's like what are you talking about like yeah no like, that, what get, are you that talking gets a little because if yeah if god forbid i go out and i just do a bunch of like amazon sucks jokes i was talking about it last night at dinner with some friends that i was like i fucking yeah. hate amazon and we all fucking hate Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Ten years go by, and they're, it's just them and Walmart, and that's all you have. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, people are like, you know, people work at those stores. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I know. That, I know. No, that does. People <laughs> will. If you say stuff – I mean, that is the thing, right? Um, uh, that is the thing where – People, I, 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 because I, I do definitely think that people can take it too far. I think this is the, the, the thing where people try and make it like this whole all-encompassing thing, and to me, it's as simple as like, look, people don't like getting their feelings hurt, yeah. and people sort of want to do this thing where they want to make it downstream, where they want to go like, well, you shouldn't tell this joke about this minority group. Because that will actually lead to more material oppression. And here's the thing. That's very difficult to prove. What we do know for sure, someone's feelings might get hurt. And for some reason, we've entered a place where even people who are trying to say, hey, don't you shouldn't say this stuff. And, you know, I'm someone who thinks people should not be illegal. But, yeah, there's some stuff, you know, the Michael Richards Mm -hmm. They're like, there's a stuff that's too far. I think the thing is, for some reason, we've conceded the idea that feelings are important. But I think in terms of like, would you rather have your best friend just like quickly kind of punch you hard in the arm? Or would you have them be like, hey, man, uh, look, I've really been humoring you for so long. I think you suck. I like my – I just don't want to see you in You'd much rather have the physical pain sure. than having your feelings hurt like that. So I think it's wild that people aren't just like, yeah, it sucks to have your feelings hurt. Right. Now, that doesn't mean that no one should tell any jokes that hurt someone's feelings. But you should just go like, whose feelings am I cool with hurting? You're like, Jeff Bezos. I don't care. Fuck Jeff Bezos. You know, I sorry. This, is, this podcast is on Amazon uh, uh, Music also. Never mind. We love you, Mr. Sir Bezos. No, but, you know, Elon Musk. I don't care if Elon Musk sees a joke I make about him and it hurts his feelings. No. I don't care if Italian people, you know, see a joke I make. But you're like, all right, well, someone who's like – I mean, that's the thing, right? You're like, all right, well, if I know someone's just been dealing with shit all the time, if you're like, oh, this – you know, yeah, maybe you're not making fun of someone directly. But if, you know, like, oh, you tell a joke about, like, trans people and just the other day there was a law that now, you know – if there bans medical treatment for trans people and you're like do you do you think the joke is also worth hurting someone's feelings right on top of everything else that person is going through i mean the the way i think the example i like to use is that like if your friend 
if you said to a friend like you know hey man your mom uh had sex with me last night and he just flips out and he gets really upset and you're like geez what's his problem he's so sensitive and someone goes like well his mom died yesterday yeah you'd probably be like god well i mean if you're an asshole you'd be like well i didn't know which like is what people sometimes do but that's the thing there's always a context right and everyone's always going through stuff and different people go through different things at the end of the day you just go like well is that joke worth the feelings it'll hurt and the answer is not always no sometimes sure. a lot of times you're like yeah sure. sure i don't care i have a joke you know this joke might make uh christians feel bad i live in america they're in america they're doing great who cares like right. even if some of them might, you know versus like oh this joke is going to make like a muslim person in america feel bad and maybe it's such right. a good joke that you're like well, I think some people will like it and some people's feelings will be hurt, but I'm willing to accept that. I'm willing to say – and that's the other thing is people try and do that thing where they're like, well, this is so important. Is it – a lot of the jokes aren't. Yeah. So just say, yeah, this is worth hurting someone's feelings to me, which is fine. That's an acceptable – because the alternative to that is some people's feelings get hurt by anything. Right. So, you know, you can't – anyway, sorry. This is uh, – yeah yeah i mean the only thing i have to add is that sometimes you you run into someone who's like it's actually materially bad to like like they just took a college course on yeah on how uh you know on race in america and like economics and they're like you know the reason your joke is bad is blank and you're like yeah well if you're not personally mad about it (laughs) that's i don't if you're 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 being an asshole to tell me like I should be thinking about the entire world every time I speak. And uh, that's also, that is yeah. impossible, but also I, but I, you're for sure. Right. If somebody personally came up to me and was like, I, that really like, it's bad for my community and it hurt me personally. I would yeah. listen. And yeah. You'd be like, and look, maybe if you say like, eh, but whatever, but like, sure. You, yeah, it's, that's you your just choice. Listen. That's a longer Yeah, exactly. It's your choice. You make the choice and you go, all right, well, I'm hearing that person's feelings. Well, I heard, um, I heard W. Kamau Bell say this thing and he's, he was like, you know, somebody came up and said, you can't fix racism by making sexism worse. Because yeah. His shows, he had the word bitch in it and he was like talking, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and he was like, and she was right. And then he goes, and by the way, this is compression of time. That conversation was five months long. Yeah, like yeah, he, yeah. it was not just like his friend said it once, and then he went into a room and he stewed and thought about it, and then said, "Fuck her, she's wrong." It was like a longer conversation for him to get better yeah. and for her to understand where he was coming from. And you know, that's why it's important yeah. to talk and to people and not write yeah. a book from prison. Uh, about yeah, it. exactly. Don't. <laughs> that's if only Hitler had listened. If only Hitler had had, had a, a roommate. More in prison spoke less Maybe yeah spoke less a... listen more yeah i mean that's uh, I, yeah anyway yeah but i mean that's that's the the thing where i just think it's like and again now that you have your owen benjamins and your gavin mcginnis's where it's mm-hmm. like well look also now there's the other thing where it's like like you look at someone like anthony jeselnik who actively pushes back on yes. what he knows could be a developing like alt-right friendly fan base mm-hmm. and he always pushes back on that and he says, like, you know, when you see interviews with him, it's clear he thinks about this stuff. It's mm-hmm. very clear that he does not want people to think that's who he actually is. Right. And that's the thing. You – if you're not go- – so, yeah. You know, people – I feel like there's some people 
who like see stuff that Anthony Jeselnik will tweet something, you know. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, now you're virtue signaling. It's like, well, guess what? If you want to be Anthony Jeselnik, you kind of got a virtue signal because right. there are actually comedians who just say they're comedians who are like fascist ideologues now. Like, and so, yeah, sorry. If you want to do that, and you can, you don't have to, but if you want to do that and you want people to give you the benefit of the doubt, you might have to spend some of the time you're not off stage being like, yes, given that my act is vice signaling, I am going to counter that out by virtue signaling sometimes. So you are not sitting there watching me going, wait, this guy's not really like racist, right? Or whatever. Like you want to be like, yeah, I can laugh at this because I know he doesn't believe it. Like right. you're like, okay, we all know you are say and that's someone who it's when the best of jeselnik because sometimes when i try and watch if you watch too much you're sort of like you start calling the punchlines after a certain point but i think the best of his stuff is so well written where you have to go look because that's the thing right when you see someone who just does like a racist rant and they're like well Mm -hmm. it's funny it's like what's the joke you see someone like Jeselnik, you're like, well, this is so well written. Even someone who says, hey, I still just don't like this, I think has to acknowledge, I understand what the joke is. Like, there is a joke here. This isn't just him. Anthony Jeselnik doesn't just go up and go like, so, uh, Mexicans? Right. Not good. Like, he has, like, you know, you're like, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I uh, we should uh, start winding down, but I'm going to do a real quick uh trope trivia where i'm just gonna click random trope it's gonna be tropes okay. from anything any media no not talking mind comp anymore okay we already we finished it we finished mind comp uh this has been the audiobook of mind comp you never yes. read it before so unless hey if you are listening to this podcast at this point and you're like wait i don't think that was just an hour and 20 minutes of the text of mind comp have you read it yeah because if not well it is it was and if you have we don't want you listening anyway. <laughs> um, no, I can uh, – in high school, I saw that the library – I went to Jewish high school except for freshman year. I saw Mein Kampf was in the library. And I do remember as a freshman and being uh, stupid, being like, what? How can this be? And now I'm like, because it's a, a thing that's very notable. Right. Like it would be weird if they published random people's racist screeds. <laughs> Like, yeah. it's a very famous person's right. racist screed. Um, okay. What is a floating advice reminder? Am I supposed to guess? Yes. Okay. Uh, a floating advice reminder is is um, when you're watching a movie, and at the beginning of the movie, the dad has been like, remember, son, there's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> yeah. Keep recurring. Is that what it is? Yeah, you got it. It's, it's the dental plan. Lisa needs braces. Ah, dental yeah, yeah, plan. Yeah, there it is. yeah, yeah there exactly. It is. Um, this is a uh, – I'm going to skip this one. I should really <laughs> randomly go through these beforehand because I end up being like – What if they were odd? Uh, okay. Yeah. Odd name out. Um, that's in a joke where where they're like, all right, is Kevin here? Mark? Um, and they're like uh, – uh, we're trying to reach you about your car's warranty. That's the odd man out. <laughs> okay, it's odd name out. It's so it's like when you're giving a list of uh, 
of names and then you just have like a joke name like right or a, one that's different so like they use the example of the pac-man ghosts are blinky pinky inky and clyde uh okay. yeah i get it which of these is not like the other yes and that's um, how racism started. So yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Actually, that joke's the, not fair. Weirdly, Sesame Street uh, studies have shown counteracts all of the anti-racist messaging because they have that which of these things is not like the other section, <laughs> and it's just it undoes it all. People are uh, being trained. Um, okay, let's. We're gonna whatever the next one we got we gotta we gotta we gotta take this down we got we got all right I wish one of these all right some of these are too obvious or they're too motion capture unreliable narrator TV documentary it has been an honor March all right adoption is not an option. Adoption is not an option is in a TV show where um, uh, you're trying to solve a mystery and you're like, maybe the mystery is that they're not related. And they're like, nope, can't be that. You might I just have checked the file. I don't know. What is I that? just checked the file is probably a trope. I just I like uh, in any TV show where they come in the room and they go, what do we got? which no one has ever done. Um, yeah. and, and then there's just exposition for three minutes and you're like, yeah. yes, you know how people come in and they say, please inform me of everything that's happened. Yes. With no side as, gossip or. Yeah. Well, I was saying like, please I, be as I, helpful I, as possible. Um, I'll say real quick and then we'll, we'll have, so it's just when like a family wants a kid, but for some reason they can't adopt and they don't really explain why. why. <laughs> um, Okay, well, no, I was going to say also, I, I thought found it so interesting. I feel like COVID led to people talking about – it felt like we were in a movie that didn't have bad exposition whenever you'd have a conversation. So you've been like, sorry, is that gathering going to be socially distanced? And I could yeah. imagine the bad version of writing reality where every time we said something like that, we'd just be like, uh, does that – is that going to be socially distanced? Because as you know, since the COVID pandemic started, well, we've all had to socially distance. I have had many conversations that in the middle, someone goes, because of COVID or because of something else? And yeah. I go, no, like, wow, that is very yeah. interesting exposition. Where the, right. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Because of COVID where, like, or because they're just an asshole? And you're like, oh. Anytime when a – yeah, yeah. Anytime when a character goes, as you know, it's like – Right. That's bad writing. Yeah. You should just good. be like um, – You should just quit is what you should do. Yeah. Just quit. If you're listening just to this quit, and you wrote dude. that, just quit. Um, oh, that reminds me. I Did you watch that movie? Because there was an example of that. I thought it was genuinely pretty charming, that uh, Happiest Season or whatever, the one with um, – Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a part in it where I'm like, oh, you could have gotten this in much better, where they're like in the car and she's like, why do you think uh, – you think your parents will act weird because my parents are dead? And it's like – that's no, not how people no. you could have got this in better anyway there's a lot of they, that in that movie yeah um there's also a lot of dan levy what a <laughs> what a charming guy hope he never does anything wrong um uh but yeah speaking of dan's thank you dan this was a pleasure 
Yeah, this was nice. Um, is there anything you want to plug before you head Please, out? I have a TikTok. I have a Twitter. Oh, check out Dan's TikTok. I think I I'm going to start I have an TikTok. Instagram. I post all my bits. I'm back in New York. I'm doing stand-up. He's uh, back, baby. Come, yeah, come hang out. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Whatever uh, shows happen. Check out Dan uh, and... I will. Uh, oh yeah, it's at Dan Wilbur or at Dan, at Dan Wilbur. Wilbur. Yes, comedy. That's important for my at Dan Wilbur comedy. When I don't just follow the other at Dan Wilbur on uh, Instagram, he's just posting baby photos. That's not me. No, no. Who's that? Who knows? Well, it's Dan Wilbur. We all know who it is. No, that's true. It's, it's um, yeah, uh, and check out Never Flirt with Puppy Killers. Did Thank I say it right you. this time? Yes. Okay, good. And uh, all of you out there in podcast listener land, have yourself a lovely day.